porn has become more accessible ever since the internet was created. And suddenly, with just one click, we have the power to view all of it. Unfortunately, there are those who get consumed by their sexual interest of control and violence that watching porn every day is just not enough. They commit the unthinkable and harm another person for the sole purpose of desire. Here are their stories. Hannah Pearson Killed by James Morton Hannah was a regular 16-year-old teenager who was a local farmer's daughter. She was a former school captain who just recently emerged the winner of her difficult two-year battle with an eating disorder called anorexia. Hannah had met a man who was eight years her senior and her boyfriend's friend named James Morton. They met for the first time on the 23rd of July 2016. She apparently had went back to James' parents' home without her boyfriend Jed Hope because Jed apparently did not have enough money for the train. While at James's home, he gave Hannah wine, port, and beer, then put her in his bed at the end of the evening. According to James, Hannah started kissing him, but in reality, James Morton was obsessed with sexual strangulation and forced her to recreate a scene as he watched porn. It was at this point when Hannah stopped breathing. James panicked, called the authorities, and soon Hannah was pronounced dead at the hospital. He was found guilty of manslaughter and was sentenced to only 12 years in prison. This case has also brought up the issue of violent pornography being readily available to virtually anyone who has access to the internet. Jane Longhurst killed by Graham Coots Jane was a very talented special needs teacher and musician. She was a regular visitor to the home of her friend Lisa and her guitarist boyfriend Graham. In fact, every now and then she would engage in sexual activities with the couple. However, the type of sex wasn't typical. Graham had a long-standing neck fetish and was obsessed with strangulation. For years, he engaged in breath control play with several consenting partners. Then suddenly, he started visiting websites with violent pornography such as strangulation, rape, and necrophilia. The day before Jane visited, he also downloaded a collection of strangulation images online and visited websites specifically dedicated to necrophilia. The next day, during an evening of erotic play, Graham took a pair of nylon tights, wrapped it around Jane's neck as sexual practice called erotic asphyxia. He began masturbating while pulling the ligature around her neck tighter, and when he reached orgasm, he found that Jane was already lying lifeless and dead right across him. According to experts, Graham must have been aware of the medical emergency at least two to three minutes before her death became inevitable. And had he stopped at that point, Jane would have lived. After her death, he deposited her body at a local storage unit and left her there only to visit every time he visited necrophilia websites for sexual thrill. In court, Graham claimed that it was an accident but was sentenced to life in prison due to the evidence of premeditation. Tia Rigg killed by John Maiden Tia Rigg was a regular 12-year-old who was kind and believed the good in everyone. John Maiden, on the other hand, was Tia's uncle and had the obsessive interest in any pornography that related to pedophilia, rape, and torture. One day on April 12, 2010, John called Tia's mother at around 2.17 p.m. and asked if Tia wanted to go to his home to babysit his 10-year-old daughter. When she arrived at 3 p.m., he used olanzapine, an antipsychotic tranquilizer, to drug her. It was during this time that he inflicted a horrific amount of sexual acts that caused severe injuries to her body before stabbing her and strangling her with a ligature made from a guitar string. At 3.45 p.m., John called authorities and said, Hi, I would like to report a murder. My niece has been murdered by me. I just finished killing her now. When asked why, he simply responded, because I felt like it. The cops arrived and John directed them to the body laying face up in an upstairs bedroom completely naked except for her socks. 
The ligature was still fastened around her neck and her hands were tied behind her back with her shoelaces. Next to her body were two knives, a broom handle, and a sex toy which were all stained with her blood. Officers described him as chillingly calm about the situation. During the trial, they found that it was only a year before that John developed an interest in images and literature relating to pedophilia, rape, and torture. He also had an extensive, incriminating library of these materials, which included dealing with different methods of killing. The police also encountered hundreds of violently extreme images of child abuse and torture pornography. He pled guilty to rape, murder, and was sentenced to life. Social services were also charged because the social workers in charge of this case missed seven chances to help Tia and her siblings who had been placed on the children's at-risk registry before they were even born. This is due to her mother having seven children with four different fathers, a history of heroin, crack cocaine addiction, and had a long record of robbery and assault. Joanna Yeats Killed by Vincent Tabak Joanna was a young woman who lived in a home with her boyfriend. She was a very kind and warm-hearted landscape architect. Then, on the 17th of December 2010, Joanna was nowhere to be found after an evening out with friends. About a week later, her body was discovered on Christmas Day, and it was determined that she had been strangled. This case became one of the largest police investigation ever undertaken in the area, and the search soon had a name called Operation Braid. Living right next door to her was Vincent Tabak. He was a 32-year-old Dutch engineer who had a fascination over violent pornography that specifically depicted women being controlled by men, showing images of being bound or gagged, held by the neck, and choked. Vincent was infatuated with Joanna. The infatuation soon evolved into an obsession. The night of her disappearance, he invited her in for a drink when he tried to kiss her. She then screamed at him when he tried to do so, leading him to attempt to silence her by holding her throat until she died. However, the prosecution thinks that it was premeditated because Vincent strangled and killed her only within minutes of her arrival in her own home. He used his height and build, which is a foot taller than Joanna, pinning her down to the floor, causing her to suffer through 43 separate injuries to her head, neck, torso, and arms in the struggle, causing her to die a slow and painful death. Aside from the strangulation, the injuries were cuts, bruises, and a broken nose. It was a sexual attack and it derived from the thrill of having control over her, just like the dozens of porn he collected. Vincent also tried to frame the landlord of Joanna by calling the police, suggesting that he was out and about the night of Joanna's death, but police thought that Vincent's actions were more suspicious. He was overly interested in the forensic exam results the police had, and he also had multiple versions of the night of the murder. On January 20, he was arrested when it was confirmed that his DNA was found on Joanna's body. He was sentenced to life in prison. Becky Watts killed by Nathan Matthews and Shauna Hoare Becky was an adventurous and fun 16-year-old student. She lived with her father and stepmother, and on the 19th of February 2015, she went missing. She stayed at her friend's house the night before, returned home only to leave afterwards. Reports showed that she had taken her phone, laptop, and tablet with her, but no extra clothes, money, and did not tell anybody. Her disappearance was in fact out of character. She was reported missing the next day. Then suddenly, only nine days after going missing, Becky's stepbrother, 28-year-old Nathan Matthews, and his 21-year-old girlfriend was arrested after giving multiple false information to the police. On March 3rd, the police received information that led them to a house where the body parts of Becky Watts were found. The autopsy revealed that the cause of death was suffocation, but was also stabbed 15 times in the stomach. It was also found that they used a circular saw to dismember her body. Five more people were arrested on suspicion of 
assisting Nathan. In the investigation, it was revealed that Nathan and Shauna planned out a sexually motivated kidnap plot. However, Matthews insisted he was only trying to scare his sister into changing her bad behavior, but the evidence proved otherwise. First, investigators found a series of text messages from Nathan and Shauna to one another that they both had an unnatural interest in attractive teenage females. The text messages about kidnapping schoolgirls was only sent a month before they killed Becky. While searching throughout Nathan's belongings, they found 236 sexually sadistic images and 21 movies on his laptop, which a few of them involved virgin teens. One specifically called Virgin Teen Gets Raped in Own House, which was conveniently watched right before Becky went missing. Aside from the consequential evidence, they also retrieved CCTV footage of buying the same type of batteries used to tase Becky before she went missing, and also retrieved CCTV footage of the couple buying cleaning equipment the day after the murder. In addition to the footage, DNA linked the couple to items that were found alongside Becky's body parts. Nathan was sentenced to life in prison and his girlfriend to 17 years. It's important to understand the revelations of this case. Becky had confided to her mom that she was scared of Nathan. She told her child psychologist that she had been dealing with severe anxiety because of it. Additionally, she told her best friend that Nathan had teased her with threats to kill by describing exactly what he would do to her. In trial, it was revealed that he had a violent sexual interest in petite teen girls and possessed a large amount of online porn to prove it. When asked how often they watched it, the answer was every single day. Hey everyone, thank you for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Also, don't forget our 5,000 subscriber blog premiere is up. Mm -hmm. This thing.